back in orange orange is the new black this is bold perceptions got a reoccurring guest a guy that um found our podcast randomly and i ended up meeting him in mexico he's came on before he told a story very very interesting story it was kind of a little globetrotter for saint regis bullshit his way into the job if i remember correctly started like a pool business in florida I mean, he's, he's kind of a character, but we had a good time in Mexico. It was on New Year's Eve. What I really like about him is that he con- connected with us. You know what I mean? This is what we're trying to do is develop relationships outside the podcast. The podcast is a vehicle. We want real-world value. And Tommy, Tommy Farr has been giving me real-world value with his NFT knowledge. This guy's gone balls deep into the NFT world. He's got a nice collection himself. He's a a board ape yacht member and this is like a big deal this is like lamello ball and a lot of people this is like a cool thing i was even hearing this this phase banks who um i listened to on mom's basement a podcast guy was ahead of the curve with the whole esports and uh you know the the gamers becoming the popular people and he was talking about the board ape thing i mean this is a big freaking deal and you're a member you're kind of a celebrity a celebrity yeah, in the board I, don't, I don't know if i'm there yet i don't know if i'm there yet but the board ape yacht club i mean everyone will be celebrity status soon it's literally taking that type of rise and in such a short time it's crazy and it's, it's been a fun ride real fun ride for sure oh i see it in the back look at your um yeah i set it up I got, I got that's me right there I named him Mr. Brandenburg after uh, actually one of my St. Regis Hotel, uh, my first boss there. And uh, it kind of, you got to get an ape that fits you, you know. You got to find one that uh, fits your either persona, your style, something that, you know, clicked. And I got this one at really an amazing price quite a few months ago. Um, It had the hotel deal for it. So I just, I just, I went for it. Well, let's, let's. Let's get them hooked right away. What'd you buy that for, and what are they going for right now? So 0.45 ETH, um, Ethereum Translate. I mean, to put it simple, one ETH is two thousand dollars. Um, and right now, we can go see what I got offers for and everything. But I think the minimum bid or the the floor price uh, hit seven ETH um, a couple of days ago. So we're talking like fourteen thousand dollars for. Uh, it's more than just a JPEG, but. In some people's eyes, you know, it's just a picture. Uh, there's lots of more things that qualify NFTs as uh, art, you know, real world utility, uh, just, you know, the personal uh, brand behind it. You can build so many things behind, you know, a single ape that people are just going nuts over it. And it's it's going up and up each day. Yeah, it's cool. It's like an um, exclusive club and it's another way to... I like how that that phase banks was pretty big into this nft world like described it it's not much different than a rolex especially in the future when we have this metaverse and we can go into these worlds and show off our one-on-one art collection but it's you know if you think it has value it has value and then not to mention on the blockchain with um uh these smart contracts the the nft crap where it's yours you literally own it it's in your your wallet your digital piece now tell me like you explained to me, because before I had a lot of questions and we sat down and you showed me your screen and, and did all that of like what yeah. exactly this NFT stuff is. Uh, so, I mean, to put it straight, it's non-fungible token is what it stands for. NFT, 
um, is something that is completely unique in its own right. So no one else, this ape right behind me is my ape. Uh, no one else has those same characteristics. You won't find it. Um, and if it is, it's fake. And what behind the NFT that, you know, you don't have the Mona Lisa, the one that's up in uh, the Louvre, you know, is that truly the Mona Lisa? You can't tell. But you can literally go on the blockchain and check the history of uh, your ape, the history of someone else's ape. You can go on someone's profile. Um, if we want to jump to the share screen and literally, you know, the future is going to be opening up someone's wallet and be like, oh, shit, he's got an ape. Or seeing him in the metaverse in you know the ape uniform and it's his complete persona in the metaverse. It can, it's going to be uh, more than you know just a JPEG, of course. Um, and the blockchain and the uh, crypto side of it is what brings everything together, I guess. Yeah, it was really cool. What I've heard is like, okay, you put the the glasses on or you put the headset on and you transport to your your meta universe, whether it's like a video game or whatnot. And you have people over in your little house in the metaverse and you have your one of one eight frame there and it everyone knows it's yours like so it's like you know real it's totally real especially with how crazy this um this world is getting with uh video games and and uh creating like the cyber i mean people live on the internet already the internet is Sorry. like its own different reality there's a whole another world coming to NFTs. That's the gaming side of it too. There's there's a couple that are are decently becoming popular. Axie Infinity has actually spiked incredibly lately, but um, it's like a play to earn type style. Um, so you start out with your Axie pack, and you eventually breed and fight and battle, and you literally earn crypto through this. And it's becoming like a stream of people paying uh tons of like families in the philippines to run their crew um and it's just a funnel for for making money through crypto pretty much that you know say when when halo comes out with skins or with uh play to earn style video game it's literally going to take over the the gaming world quite quite quickly in my opinion well i mean look at the fortnite thing they made billions off just the skin things you know in the yeah, exactly. packages. So this hasn't been something that's that's brand new. And this is what I kind of like about you, the entrepreneurship spirit, is you try to get ahead of the curve. And now you kind of got busted a couple of times in uh, crypto and this this NFT stuff. But that's kind of what happens when you try to be an, an early adopter, huh? Yeah, yeah. And it's still, I think that's what's holding people back from going into it. It's really not that easy to jump into. Um, you know, right now to get started with just buying any F NFT, you first off, you need a Coinbase you got to connect all your bank accounts, go through that authorization, which I think takes like six days right off the bat, just to get authorized through your bank. At least in the United States, you know, you can't put a credit card to it. Um, you've got to deposit your USD for ETH, and then you got to transfer that ETH to a completely separate wallet on your browser, um, which is pretty much separated from everything else. You got to add the browser, add the, uh, the MetaMask wallet, um, and then transfer it completely. And, you can do it safely uh, as long as you keep everything off the internet pretty much. Write down your passwords by hand. Keep it away from your emails. Keep it away from your phone. Um, and then there's the second step you can do is get like a cold wallet. It's called a ledger. Um, and you can transfer your NFTs to cold storage. Um, but again, you cannot lose your password. You cannot lose your seed phrase to that either. It's just kind of like a second step authorization. So. No one can jump into your NFTs through your 
computer pretty much. Uh, the issue I had back in, I guess, 2017 maybe, when like the first crypto phase was booming, ICOs were everywhere. Um, it was kind of like right now how it is with NFTs. There's like $10,000 drops that are selling out in seconds, you know? Say if you connect your MetaMask wallet to that site, there's a chance, you know, someone could really go through it. So you got to have some trust there. Well, in 2017, I thought I found this amazing ICO to jump in and, you know, to pretty much put like, I don't know, a thousand Ethereum, let's say, into this. Uh, I sent it to their uh, website to get their ICO purchase, however it worked in the past, and it was just gone. You know, it was one of those Google things where I thought I had the, the right uh, team and everything clicked in. It was like, one word was different from the real website to the fake website. And it just scanned me right off the bat, you know, something I literally just wasn't thinking about at the time. But um, there's been times now you see people, they search, you know, some site on Google, say it's OpenSea, and it's OpenSea.OU instead of IO or something like that. And they'll connect their wallet, give them their seed phrase, and boom, it's just hacked right off the bat. So it's it, there's a chance it happens quickly, but if you back yourself properly, you know if you're safe, don't make stupid mistakes like that. It's it can, can be completely safe. Yeah, on the other end, uh, we had that Jacqueline Santos on, um, who's actually into NFTs now, but she she threw a shit ton of money into ICOs, probably about that time, maybe even a little before, and she lucked out with it. She actually scored big. So it is, you know, it's a gamble, like everything, especially these like getting into the early industries. Remember like the dot-com bubble? Well, what we've been told, you know, there was shit ton of money being made and 90% of it went away. So you just got to find the right project. Um, how are you going about finding correct things? And I mean, you, you built a pretty nice uh, a collection here in, in wallets. I mean, what are you doing to be successful? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. You got to have, you know, quite a few things go your way. First off, there's a little bit of luck to it, but you got to do your own research. You got to be smart about the the projects you're trying to jump into. Uh, you got to like the art, you know, studio art's eventually going to just disappear. Uh, there's there's so many projects that are selling out in seconds. And then on OpenSea on the secondary market, you'll find their value like half of the, the drop price. Um, there's a chance those, you know, do have a crazy spike, but most likely not. Um, so I would say 99% of the projects right now aren't, aren't going to make it anyways. Um, so you got to, like I said, get lucky. But things like, you know, Board Ape Yacht Club. Um, there's one called Punk's Comic where they have an amazing team, um, artwork, uh, really everything you want to see the behind like a, a true company behind them. Uh, and, and those are the teams really, really people with with good leaders are the ones that you know have are, are they're going to make it far in this space they have plans for the future they know you know what's on their timeline for that day but not only for that month for that year they know how they're going to get uh, uh pretty much dominated in the metaverse and i think there's there's at least 10 companies right now that will succeed but you know most of them will fail just like those you know boomer bust days when the internet first came out See, now, like, you like sports. You had your own business, the the pool business. You've been traveling. Um, so you're not like a nerd or anything, Tommy. But what really entices you and draws you to this NFT world? It's 
maybe some people think it's a lot of like dorks doing this stuff. Maybe back in the day it was, but yeah. I mean, you have the Lamelo Ball thing now. If he wins like an MVP or wins certain awards, you get uh, points or some shit, right? For it, I mean, there's like a right. lot of big names in this thing. So yeah, the, the NBA players are are huge on NFTs right now because Top Shot. So Top Shot is partnered with the NBA, and it's actually what got me into NFTs in the first place. Um, it's like owning a, a digital collectible card, pretty much. Um, you can own players. You can own. Uh, they're called moments. You can own moments from pretty much all the players right now, and they're starting to have uh, old players, you know, bring back moments from previous years and whatnot. Um, but anyways, that that got me into it, uh, and from there, it was just doing research and kind of knowing the opportunity to to not only make money right now, but uh, to be first in the game pretty much. I I joined Twitter after I found out about NBA Top Shop and uh, Board Ape Yacht Club. I got my ape and then I gained like 2000 followers right away. Uh, So it's nuts the the traction you get just being in a certain community. Um, But I don't think it's just like nerds, you know, it's it's people from all backgrounds, all diversities. And I've met people from all over the world through NFT Twitter pretty much. But there is still that, you know, there actually, this was actually either yesterday or the day before this gorgeous model just came out of out of nowhere. Shout out to Margs uh, on NFT Twitter. And she was saying she's coming out with her own line in the like next couple of days. And it was just pretty obviously a fake, you know, people, she blew up within like a day. And then the next day, uh, this girl named Jackie, who's an amazing artist herself, actually straight up called her out, called her bluff, found her, found the Instagram models, who it truly was, and uh, put that to rest. But because it was just like this beautiful woman in the space right away, it just became so popular. It was nuts. Uh, so to a certain extent, like it, it hasn't reached the general sports crowd, the general public um still i guess to somewhat extent uh nft twitter is more of a uh, a nerdy time than you know your your sports games your your sports bars type places but i enjoy it because you know it's cool people that enjoy art enjoy uh basketball is what got me into the first place uh, with with nba top shot but i've always been into art a little bit i've always been somewhat of a creative with the entrepreneurship side I think just the fact that there's so many opportunities in like building businesses, building different brands behind NFTs, really behind just a single board ape or behind a, a completely new NFT company. Uh, it's just such a huge opportunity that I had to take it. I, yeah, I mean, it is kind of wild, wild west right now. But like I said earlier, with, you know, what's the difference between a Rolex and, uh, and an NFT? I mean, obviously the Rolex tells the time, but it's a symbol. Right. And now you have a symbol being a board uh, eight yacht club member. You know what I mean? So what I mean, where's the difference in worth? That's how you see it. And if you're getting a community out of that and all of a sudden you're invited to their their little clubhouse they have in New York City when they make it or the yacht club they're talking about actually making. I mean, that's utility. That's real world. And if you think about our life, how much it's trans trans translating moving into the digital world, yeah. every aspect of our life, basically, why wouldn't you want to um, have the the clout pieces and, and all the, the status symbols online? You know, I mean, that's what most of the world is besides your essential living is, you know, flexing on people or, or showing your status with nice things. Well, this is similar 
in the, this online world, correct? No, exactly, exactly. If you if you haven't seen Ready Player One, you should. But if you watch that movie, it's pretty much how the future is going to be with, you know, pulling up someone's wallet, seeing what type of, uh, you know, RPG games they're into, seeing what type of clout they have from a board ape to, I'm sure, what's some things are popular with wearables in the metaverse already. There's a company called Artifact that does shoes. Um, so like digital shoes have become popular, you know, I'm sure it'll get to like digital chains, hats, literally everything would, that you can wear and show off will become popular in the, the metaverse as well, because I mean, you're right. People want that clout. They want to see what you got. So people are going to be able to show it off pretty easily in the metaverse. I mean, overall your returns have been pretty wicked from starting this or what? Yeah, it's it's been pretty nuts. I've I kind of looked at it in my second house. I was always ready for something new. I was ready, you know, we talked about getting out uh, into a new business venture and I wasn't quite sure about what yet. And then this kind of took me by storm. I was thinking about moving back to St. Pete, getting another house, renting this out, whatnot, but it's like, you know what, I, I gotta jump in this head first. So Money-wise, I, I put a definitely decent amount in, but right now, if I wanted to, I could take out and make a, a large gain right away. Uh, but I think the, the opportunity to hold for the future is going to be way, way greater than just making, you know, it, it, I'm at a few thousand dollars gain, quite a few thousand, if you count the board Ape. And uh, they gave, to, so the board Ape gave you a, a dog. It's called Board Ape Kennel Club. That dog's worth you know, 2500 got it for free so that that's the value from board ape that they gave you right off the bat they're coming out with a treasure hunt soon that has like a something like a 50 eth grand prize so like the and another board ape is up for grabs too so they're continuing offering and that's what the companies that are going to make it the companies that continue to offer you value uh, reasons to hold reasons to, you know, not sell at the high. Cause it's, it's going to dip. There's going to be a point where everything falls a little bit. Um, and some companies, some avatars, some NFTs get completely wiped out, but those ones like board API club punks, the originals, they're here to stay. Uh, so it's, you just got to keep an eye on it get out of the projects that you can make a quick buck on. Uh, there's some that I flipped that, you know, I just didn't like, there's some that I'm still looking to flat flip that I didn't like. Um, but for the most part, I've done a pretty good job at sticking at things that I want to hold because I like the art or I think it's going to pretty much hold a shit ton of value for the future. Um, so that that's pretty much what has got me holding. I haven't taken out a ton of I've, I've sold a decent amount, but I've pretty much put it right back into different NFTs. Yeah, that's so that uh, the Yacht Club gave you a dog and that dog is like a plus one, isn't it? So you can bring in a guest to the metaverse or the club. What is that exactly again? So there's going to be a huge announcement very soon. Actually, they they said by this Friday, I think the latest. Um, so again, probably prices are going to be kind of crazy before Friday, maybe spike again after Friday if it's a good announcement. Spike if it's uh, if people don't like the announcement, maybe go down a little bit. But what I think is going to happen is it's, yeah, it's going to be like your plus one to certain events, you know, certain, maybe the treasure hunt, you need a dog to companion uh, you on the hunt, uh, certain clues, maybe it's, it's hard to tell at the moment, but they're, th I think they're going bigger than everyone, you know, wants to think they want to be like the, uh, the ready player one, the people that ran, you know, the one guy that ran the, the 
tournament that no one could find the grand prize. I think Board Ape Yacht Club wants to be the type of people that are running that grand prize tournament. You know, the, everyone's been looking for this grand prize for two years type thing. And the Board Ape Yacht Club runs the metaverse by then. So I think there's going to be big announcement after big announcement and a lot, lot to come. But See, like, I remember, um, I don't know if it was Travis Scott did a, like a concert in the 2K online world, like I think a year ago or two years ago. But now think of this, like if you're in the board yacht club and you, you can get invited to um, a special concert, they have a guest. So you put your little glasses on and you're chilling like in the concert, having fun with all the other members. So like they're trying to find utility. Another really cool thing I've been hearing are like what you're talking about, this treasure hunt or like these eggs you buy if they hatch, then you get a certain uh, character thing. I mean, they're, they're doing fun things with it. I mean, when I talk to you, like, it's almost like a game. Like you're actually enjoying everything that's going on. And it's a, it's a freaking. there's so many different angles to attack and worlds to explore. I mean, it's almost like a video game, isn't it? Just doing oh, yeah. stuff. It's so much fun. I mean, that's why I've stuck to it for, for a little while now and, and put a decent amount of money in it. It's cause it's fun. You know, it's a little bit of gambling. Uh, it's a little bit of, uh, art, um, a little bit of creative and a, and a ton of business opportunity, um, which is how I'm looking at it. Uh, but it, most part it's fun. Uh, the, the things that are so popular are the 10,000 avatar drops because at the time everyone wants to get in. So gas prices spike. Um, so gas is kind of like your transaction fee. If a lot of people are buying stuff on the Ethereum network, it's going to be high as shit. Like sometimes we're talking like a thousand dollars, sometimes more. Um, so during these drops, you got to factor in gas. Um, if the 10,000 sell out before your gas is up, you lose your gas money and you shit out of luck. So there's some strategy behind it. If it's super popular, they sell out in like 30 minutes or less. And, uh, you got to choose pretty much how much you want, set your gas fee. And then, you know, hopefully it goes through before the 10,000 run out. But from that standpoint on, it's completely random mint so you don't know if you have something worth you know 20 eth right off the bat or something worthless you know there, there's some apes that have sold for like 100 eth you know two hundred thousand dollars, and then there's floor apes that are like right at the seven eth mark um so that all depends on pretty much what you mint this random generator gives you certain characteristics that make it more popular pretty much and then you can tell on OpenSea which characteristics are more popular, which are rare. And then that's a combination of like how rare it is in the aesthetics, how good it looks. It's pretty much if you have something worth a lot of money or not. And that's that's kind of what makes it fun. After you you mint it, you get to see if the minting was was worth it or not. Yeah, the gas thing, they're working on that, aren't they? With E2 or the, the new Ethereum network. So yeah, I mean, all these stuff's a work in progress, right? And that's kind of the thing about like, I think Ethereum is going to make it, obviously, but like Yahoo versus Google type thing. There's going to be someone that comes to challenge them, and can they can they match it? You know, whoever whoever does it better without the gas fee is going to win, and everyone's going to transfer to that. So it's yeah, it's a it's kind of a wait and see on that. You know, Ethereum has promised 2.0 for I feel it's probably been years now since they've said that's coming out, but. You know, it does work well for, for being like the black web. Uh, if you're ever familiar with uh, the Silk Road and how that worked, it, it's pretty pretty similar. It's it's kind of the same thing on using a browser through through the web. There's not, I guess, as many channels as you have to go through. But 
it's similar in complication. I think that's another thing is once it becomes like a one-step process, like even easy as getting a new credit card these days, then that's when it's really going to take out, uh, especially when you can use your credit card on most NFTs. Uh, there's some platforms where they do accept credit card, but it's like solely that platform. You have to like completely transfer your money out with different fees and whatnot. But Okay, hey, before we go into your collection, Tom, I think we've given a good gist. Let's um, really, for the, the listener that wants to first start getting the NFTs, what are some good baby steps, ways to you know, sneak into this whole space? Get on Twitter, get on Discord, uh, pretty much join those communities and, and start researching, seeing what projects you're into. Um, there's a few websites that are pretty good. One's called the DGEN Network, D-G-E-N Network. Um, they have a little bit of overview of all NFTs at the moment, but it's new. It's still really new. Everything uh, from podcasts, there's a few good ones, uh, to websites, there's a few good ones, but there's not many. Uh, the Mint Condition is one of my favorite podcasts. That's a good one to check out. Um, but get in early. It's still it's still time to, you know, get on Twitter, get on uh, the internet, do your own research and, you know, see if there's an opportunity for you somewhere to have your own little niche in F NFTs. There's people coming out with new variations every day that, you know, go beyond the whole profile picture that was popular. That It still is popular, but I think that's going to slowly die out. People are going to move into art. People are going to move into photography um, and, and real world value. So, I think there's still opportunity for pretty much every business. Uh, and soon you'll see every business is, is going to be in the NFT game. Uh, but yeah, do your own research. You got to get on Twitter. That's where a lot of, a lot of new projects drop first is Twitter. And then they start their discord. Um, and discord sometimes has private, you know, information, private drops, stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I want to do a bold coin for the Patreon. You can mint some that's what I'm a bold, that's... and then you're uh, you're in a community, right? And if you have the coin, then you get in a drawing for a flight, or you we have a meetup somewhere. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of just really interesting things to do with this, and that's why I was excited um, after we we met a couple weeks ago on here. Um, but no, wait, the the process. So boom, I have to get the what? Let's just go over that one more time. Where do you sign up? I mean, how? what's the quickest, easiest, nicest process to start this, to buy shit? Start buying, get your Coinbase, connect your bank account to Coinbase, buy Ethereum from uh, Coinbase, transfer your Ethereum from Coinbase to MetaMask. Uh, so MetaMask is a wallet you install in your internet browser. So get your Chrome browser, install your MetaMask, once you have everything saved, uh, to write everything down. Don't save it on your phone or computer. Uh, once you have it all written down popular, properly, then transfer your Ethereum from Coinbase to your MetaMask, and then you're ready to buy things. You pretty much connect that MetaMask wallet to different websites. So if you're shopping the secondary, which is OpenSea, there is a few other sites, but that's the main one. You just connect your MetaMask to OpenSea, start shopping, and if you have enough ETH, you can buy now. Uh, to put a whole other step, there is a you can make offers, but you have to wrap your ETH. So pretty much swap your ETH uh, to wrapped Ethereum, um, and then there's no gas fees, so you can make offers. Uh, so that's a whole other step. But is it that though where you have to trust another person too? Uh, it's 
Not yet, unless you want to do like trades, unless you yeah. want to uh, mint from uh, someone's website. OpenSea is uh, the general marketplace that's safe. But when it comes to trusting, you know, other websites, when you're minting from that, say their drop is like at 1 p.m. today, you'd connect to that company's website. Uh, mint. This is usually how it goes down. You can mint from OpenSea and different options, but that's when you have to, you know, for sure know it's a trusted team. It's a legit project. Uh, the security on the website is legit. And then go from there. Okay, Pretty so much. If, you, if you trade with another user, then you got to trust each other, right? And they have like history. So I want to trade this NFT for that NFT. Yeah, there's a few ways I've done that too. I've done a ton of trading. Uh, when I something when I can trust somebody right away, I pretty much go on Discord, see their message history, see their Twitter history. Uh, you can kind of tell right away if they've been it for a little while and they're trustable. Um, if they have, you know, if we have different connections, then I will just swap. You can send uh, things through your wallet pretty easily. Sometimes you have to pay a gas fee. Uh, sometimes you don't. For example, Zed horses, you don't have to pay a, a fee on. Um, but there's also moderators that will set up a, a transfer, you know, get a little escrow going where you have someone from like the Zed community that is well known. Uh, I've done this before where he accepts everything and then he disperses it to the proper people. And then there is websites that have that same option. I haven't done that because I'd rather just trust, you know, someone uh, straight up, uh, whether it's through a uh, escrow or just, you know, finding that they are a trustworthy person. Uh, these websites I have, have they've worked fine. I just don't want, you know, two people to have their NFTs stuck on a website if it goes down. I don't think that's something I I really want to trust yet. See, see. Hey, put that, uh, the, the ape thing back on your computer so when we clip things, you can ah. see it. It's your clout now. You're an aper. <laughs> I'm an ape. Feels good. And these drugs, niggas can't resist it. Remind me when they try to have Ali enlisted. If I ever wasn't the greatest nigga, I must have missed it. Ain't no question if I want it, I need it. And then, uh, yeah, we'll go share screen and show these people kind of what the hell is going on here. All right, let's do it. Right, share this bad boy. It's a nice shirt you got on, huh? Hey, you notice how bored I am today? <laughs> Is it Sharon? Uh, no, it's not. You see bottom, click share. Oh, there we go. Good to go? See, see, see. All right, so we're on OpenSea right now. Um, but so to this jump into uh, this is the thing where you keep all your collections. This is not the, your wallet. This is just where it shows your collections, right? This is where your wallet shows up. Yep. So my wallet is connected up here. This is this is nothing private. You can always you can see this. But so you can see this is my account. You know, you can switch it copy it if everyone if someone ever asks for you know to send eth to you you copy this and then you'll eventually get the eth in your wallet right here um, this is what i meant by wrapped eth so this i had to pretty much swap my ethereum to my wrapped eth and then i can make offers on things without having to worry about gas fees it's easy and then 
Uh, from there, you can kind of shop around OpenSea. You can check out other people's wallets. Uh, you can do lots of different things. But this is my collection. Something I'm really excited about lately is the, the Royal Society of Players. Um, first one to come out with kind of more of a, a real life utility uh, than anything else. It's pretty sick artwork on, on cards. That's 22 ETH, right? For that one right there? The queen. Uh, that, yeah, so I have it for sale for 22 ETH, yeah. Because it has this stamp right here. It made it a little more popular, uh, a lot more rare. But you can see... But you, you have it for sale for 46000 I mean, you're just throwing it out there. Uh, yeah, 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 just in case. You know, right now it's not worth that. They're, they're going for about two ETH. So I, I could sell this right away and you know make a lot of money and make my entire money back i spent on the royal society but for this one specifically i think the long-term future is a lot greater than right now so what What's would make me happy of this uh so lots of things so first off getting out a ton of prizes they have a a good sports background so a lot of different combination of cards uh First off, I'll show you this real quick. Let's see, has it 0.54 percentage? So that makes it like pretty rare. So this oh, stamp. Oh yeah, show rare. that. Show that. This is like the properties for everything. Then it shows yeah. you how mm -hmm. rare. Okay. So anything one percent and below, especially once you get like 0.54, that's going to be rare. Uh, and this stamp right here is what makes it rare. Um, if it didn't have that, it obviously wouldn't be as rare. Uh, but it goes into how it looks, and then right there with the percentages also plays a factor in how much you're going to make off of it. But let's see, I got, I minted seven of these and I got two off on the secondary market. Um, pretty much they were, they were cost to mint 0.08 and off the secondary I got one for 0.22. Uh, so if I could sell this right away for like two ETH, which I probably could, I would make my money back easily, but I'm keeping these because in my opinion, the long-term value is a lot greater than that two ETH right now. Yeah, what's the real-world utility for this collection you were just talking about? Give me a couple, couple of things. Uh, so, yeah, so there's a bunch of prizes they're about to release that are tied into uh, it's your choice. So if you're into football, if you're into Broadway, if you're into uh, soccer, if you're in Europe, uh, football, whatever it is, uh, you get to choose a ticket and they pay for everything. You get to choose a game, what I meant, and they pay for it all. So if you win this prize, uh, then they are sending you to the game of your choice, everything paid for. Uh, that's just one utility they released right away. They're going to release a ton more, but I know for sure they have a party in New York City coming up on the 18th. It's obviously an exclusive party for Royal Society members only. So things like that are popping up quickly where Actually, Board Ape Yacht Club just had their first in real life event too. Um, I think it was like 50 members came out in LA, maybe 75, something like that came out in LA and had a had a good time at a bar. So lots of things are still not released yet. Like for example, if you own a Royal Flush, this collection uh, is based off of poker. So if you have, you know, I have a straight work two, three, four, five, I'm hoping ace counts as low. We'll see. But uh, if you have those types of, you know, I guess cards would be better than someone else has it. That hasn't been released yet. They haven't, pretty, they haven't released a lot on 
what's it's, what's going to benefit you from holding a straight versus royal flush? Uh, things like that haven't been released yet. So I think there's still a lot of value that's yet to come with this project. But they do look cool. I do think they're cool. Yeah, they're sweet. And this this stamp is is related to the ape, so that was popular right away. Then. All right, let's go. Let's kind of hit these a little quicker. Like, kind of what the hell you got and what's cool about uh, it. So I got a little more artwork. Um, this was actually a combination between Ghost and Cool Cat. Uh, Ghost is a super popular artist right now. So some of his work I'll show you here. Um, that's going for like four ETH is his, his right here. This rat I have, uh, it just sold for 4.5 ETH. So that's $8,000 people are buying this rat for. Wait, what, how did you get this? Didn't you first see him and then you're like, Oh, it looks cool. So I'll buy it. And now he just blew up or what? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, actually ghost himself, like the, the artist I've been following since I got into it. And his stuff has always been like crazy fun drops. Like he'll do a discord drop where it's like $200. His first, his first ghost he released was actually 0.01. So like at the time it was like 20 bucks, maybe even less, something like that. And now that same ghost floor, like his more popular collection is I think 60 ETH is the low. So we're talking like hundreds of thousand dollars for something he originally sold for 20 bucks. Um, and the, I, mean, this, dude, I mean, look how much, that's a lot of money that dude's making. That's nuts, digital right? artwork. Click on this thing, click on this, this mouse thing. So let me, let me, let me show you. Yeah. You can see how the floor looks. So when I look at ghost projects, um, you can go to his collection called ghost, but this is the individual rat and you can see what people have for sale. So the lowest for sale right now, if you wanted to buy this right away, you'd have to give up five ETH. You'd have to give up 10 G's just to buy a rat. That you can go down here to see the last sale that was 4.5. So that's you know still climbing. Listen, listen. So the listener, th this thing just went for nine thousand dollars. Yeah, I got it for less than a thousand. Now let's say you um, I mean, if you want to sell that today, and do you think if you put it at four ETH, someone will buy it in the next hour? Oh, if I put it at four, yeah, it's gone right away. If you put a popular piece at especially lower than the the floor and lower than the previous buy. Oh, it's gone right away. Definitely. There's, there's probably bots that people have set up for mm -hmm. alerts like that, that, that gets them on it right away there. So we get, unfortunately bots is an issue still uh, because you get low ball offers all day uh, on, you know, stupid prices. Like someone wants to give you, you know, 20 bucks for uh, an ape or something. Want to get lucky and hope you click it. So you just got to be careful with that stuff too. But this is how you check uh, the floor. Buy now, low to high. And this is Ghost Collab. So this is his Zodiac. The, the floor is 3.75. But if we're talking an actual ghost, you got to go quite a bit lower. And these are the ones that started at like 20 bucks. And we're talking about like this year, I think it was January, he started his collection. Uh, so there is the cheapest. So there's one for 33 ETH right now. You know, that's that's probably a pretty good deal. Might, might as well snag that for- well, Let me see this one. This is, these are all in his wallet, correct? So- $70,000. These are so, all yeah. in his little wallet thing, right? So, I mean, obviously he owns all these and then people buy them from him, right? 
So I mean, he's got to be making millions. So this is this is the secondary. He makes uh, a lower percentage. The artist yeah, this, gets to this, choose this other their percentage. Yeah. So this is other people's. You can literally scroll to the bottom and see everyone who's owned it. So this orig originally, the original sale was 0 0.012. The last sale, which was two months ago, was 4.9. So that in you know one month, someone flipped it for a cool four ETH. And then right now, someone raised the price to 33 because why not? It's the floor. Eventually, that's going to be bought pretty quick. You know, that, that's, a, that's a pretty good price. Some, some ghosts have been selling for... I think the floor was 77 at one point last week. Okay, let's go back to your collection and keep skimming over some stuff and talking about it. So another project I'm, I'm pretty excited about, it's one that you can get in somewhat cheap still, is called Goats. Goats with a Z. What's with these drugs uh, right here? Oh, uh, that's, that's a cool one, actually. So this, this is one that has a lot of promise, something that's not developed yet, but think about, you know, tripping in the metaverse. So all these pills have different, uh, not only look to them, but different effects and different levels. So they can affect you differently when you take it in the metaverse. So it's going to be like wearing goggles in the metaverse, you know, and then you're literally tripping. So that's something that the, uh, I guess the engineering aspect of it isn't quite there yet. So it's a lot of promise, but that's one a lot of people are pretty hyped about. Oh, so, yeah, it's virtual drugs. It's, virtual it's, drugs. It's, it's pretty much the entry of yeah consumables into the metaverse. So if it goes well, then this company may be you know the leader of drugs and consumables in the metaverse. So it was it was risky because obviously the uh, it's not really there yet, and like the it's just sitting in the wallet for probably you know a year until you can actually take it in the metaverse and have it show the effects but they're releasing videos and updates you know pretty pretty frequently oh. that give you good hope that it's there soon hold on time i want you to go up so go up to your little uh, couch hotel room click that hotel lobby with your oh, guy yeah. so tommy really wants to you you got land in the the, the metaverse and you want to do a hotel there, right? Because yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, we can cut this if you want to say it, but you've been in hoteling thing and now you want to, you have the ape, that's a service ape, like a hotel ape. So you want to build like a hotel in the metaverse. Exactly. There's, there's a whole story tied behind my ape and his background and all that. But pretty much I, I do want to open up like the first hotel in the metaverse and, and be kind of like that brand of my ape and myself. Um, eventually tie it to the real, real life. But yeah, Sandbox uh, is a, this is uh, someone actually designed this for me for kind of just artwork for my hotel once I get to that point. Um, but Sandbox is pretty much uh, a whole world on its own in the metaverse where you can own land and you can build whatever you want on that land. Uh, a lot of people are building games. A lot of people are building, you know, all types of stuff that's going to benefit them and their company. Uh, but what I want to do is build a hotel and kind of use my background to to be the leading uh, company of hospitality in the in the metaverse. Uh, it's something that, that I have a you know a long way to go. And if there's any metaverse designers or you know artists that want to partner up, that's something I'm still looking for and looking for the right person to you know deliver amazing results. It's not something that I'm type trying to rush right now. So once but, I but find the right person, though, you go into the metaverse. And you go on vacation with your girlfriend. You stay in the 
the, the St. Regis of the, the metaverse and you have everything there. Tommy's there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. It's crazy. It's trippy, but it's, I can totally see it happening. And hotels are going to, why would you not put your replica in the metaverse just so, you know, people can get a feel with it and want, want to visit in real life. You know, the, the pretty much here, here's my land right here and right next to the board API club. Um, if we're, we're still sharing the screen, right. But, yeah. uh, yeah, if someone, you know, has an amazing stay in, in the metaverse, it hell yeah, it'll transfer the real world pretty quickly. And why would you not put a few thousand dollars investment down into into land and uh you know when you're a billion dollar company, it's it's gonna hit a lot of people pretty quick that uh the marketing risk is completely worth it. So even though this sand it sells out in literally under five seconds, uh and that's for so this plot's about two hundred dollars. You know this specific location because it's next to the board API club is way way more expensive. But it's selling out in under five seconds for two hundred dollars. Some people are flipping it twice the price right away. Um, but it's something that's not uh, like you can't walk around in sandbox yet. You can't walk around and see all the different stores and all that. So it's something again that it's not quite yet there. But once it is, it's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna go boom even more. Well, tell me, yeah. So this is a good one, the sandbox or a different one. I mean, why wouldn't companies want to do a crap ton of marketing there? Hold on. Like, uh, if I'm walking in the metaverse, I mean, obviously all the big companies they want to have their advertisements there on the side. I mean, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like in video games, they have advertisement. Exactly. Exactly. It's gonna be something that, you know, some companies are. There's some DJs. There's some. Uh, smaller companies, especially metaverse wise, uh, sorry, NFT wise, everyone in the NFT game is getting land in the metaverse. And there's pretty much two Decentraland and Sandbox. Um, and if you have an NFT company, you're, you have land in both. Uh, those are the two that are, are definitely going to be most popular. Uh, actually, uh, Decentraland, Ja Rule, if you didn't know, Ja Rule's in NFTs. And he had a concert in Decentraland promoting, uh, an NFT a few days ago, I believe. Uh, so it's it's getting there, but it's just it's not quite to the point where technology matches uh, everything, everyone's vision yet. I guess you can raise those horses, can't you, right there? Yep. So I've got a, quite a few horses on Zed Run. I've traded some horses for other things in my wallet here. Pretty much. Um, here's another ghost piece that has a four point five floor with. The lowest is 9.5 at the moment. Um, but yeah, there's... There's horses. the Lamella Ball things. Go down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Lamella Ball is actually a member of the Board Ape Yacht Club. He's got a few different NFTs in his wallet, but he came out with his NFTs a little bit after the Board Ape Yacht Club was announced. Um, and, you know, they were selling okay and whatnot. But So he jumped in the Board Ape Yacht Club Discord got convinced to buy an ape and then he almost sold out of his NFTs in like a day. Uh, they still didn't completely sell out because uh, he has a little once more on the expensive side. But again, it's something that he is going to match pretty much. He's got to step up to the plate with his performance on the court for these NFTs to do well. And it's another thing that you obviously have yet to see the utility because he was just a rookie, but he got the rookie of the year. So that's a good start. Um, but he's pretty much going to match if he performs well, his NFTs are going to offer, you know, real life utility, whether it's anything from a signed Jersey 
to a, a ticket to a game. You know, maybe he makes the all-star game and he gets tickets to 10 FD holders, uh, gets a raffle to maybe a playoff game, stuff like that, where, you know, there's lots of opportunity to benefit you in the real life. So like quick thing, the top shots. So you have these moments, mm -hmm. right now, let's yep. say in the future, they were playing at the Miami heat arena there or Miami heat got into it and they want to play your moment. I mean, they don't have to pay you, right? Cause it's, your moment that you own. So let's say they're playing playing a moment of winning the title with Dwayne Wade and Shaq and, and uh, 06, and now they're doing a party and they have an event. You have this top shot. I mean, it's like your copyright, right? They got to pay you to use it or they can't use it unless you give it to them. So some, like Board API Club is one that sticks out. You do have full rights over it. No one else can, can use it type thing. There's not full rights on every NFT like that though. Um, especially because of the partnership with the N NBA and them using highlights like that so often. Like if someone uses your highlight at a game, no, you can't go call them out and get in any trouble from it. Um, but what they can do is, you know, bring you to the Miami Heat game and have your moments on display because you're the top collector of the Miami Heat. As I, I don't know if I am, but I'm close. Uh, and, you know, they bring you into the stadium, they show off your NFTs and give you, you know, a full display room maybe at, at the entrance or somewhere to, to bring other people into NBA Top Shot. And you get to literally like be a rep for the Miami Heat. And then at halftime, you get to show off your NFTs to, you know, the entire stadium, stuff like that. But what I about the, the metaverse thing? So let's say they got a little store there or they have like a area to pregame before the game and you can watch the game together with the glasses on. They want to play your shit. I mean, the only way they can get it is if you give them the rights in the metaverse, right? Right. I guess that would be somewhere. So where it's all like digitally done, there is a way to display your NFTs like that. And then it would say like owned by, you know, TFAR 22 or whatever. Um, it, it does say that, but for example, NBA top shot, there's, you know, say one moment there, there's not really one of ones for NBA top shot. So a lot of people could own that same moment. And I think that's something that's become a little more popular is the one of one at work. Um, but for, for that example of like in the metaverse, you're showing off your NFTs or someone else uses that highlight moment. It would show like, who's it, who it is owned by, at least it should show that. Um, but I don't know if there's going to be like any, type of legal action or trouble from showing off other people's moments. Yeah, it's more it, so it. like, like what galleries. Else what else you got here? I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's the galleries like where, you know, I go into a famous, you know, gallery and uh TFAR is on display and it's all the moments, the top moments I own. Um, that's when they wouldn't have someone else's uh, moment in there or anything like that. But the the displays and the galleries of like creating NFT moments is pretty popular. All right, what, what else you got here? Let's hit over a couple more and then we'll wrap her up at an hour. Uh, got to got to show up. You're yeah. actually gonna mint something in about 20 minutes. Yeah, 1 p.m. There's a ghost. So this this one that has skyrocketed so much. So the nine point whatever floor. There's a combination between ghost and cool cats. Let's see where my cool cats mm -hmm. at. So this right here. The two artists in that have are going to release a uh, hundred editions of you know, it hasn't been released yet. Whatever they come up with, 
And what's going to happen is they give uh, the bid amount on, I think this drop's going to be Twitter. They, they release, they tweet the bid amount, and then you got to be the first 100 to bid that amount. So you got to be fast with the draw. You got to get, got to have it ready, but yeah, that, that's how this one's going to work. Hey, those magazines, what are those again? There's some below. Where at? Keep going. Uh, keep going. Yeah, oh, these punks. Yeah, aren't these something? Yeah. Yeah, so those those are definitely pretty popular. That price has fluctuated a little bit, but pretty much in the next coming week or two, you can either burn or stake these comics. Uh, so I'm gonna burn one. I'm gonna stake one. When I'm gonna burn one, I get uh, part of uh, a DAO. So a decentralized organization pretty much that holds uh, pretty much it's like 600 ETH worth of holdings, you know, a ton of punks comics, a ton of artistic works, um, a lot of different uh, offerings that entice you to, to burn it. You also get your, your actual DAO token is a really, really nice piece of art by someone called Fuck Render. He's a pretty popular artists in the space and so that, it's, it's basically a mutual fund right yeah pretty much pretty much they're like yeah decentralized uh, mutual fund uh and then the other one's a stake so if you want to have opportunity to you know sell it in the future you can stake it uh you just won't have the opportunity to burn again so it's kind of kind of if you did that's another ten thousand or this one might have had seven thousand i'm not sure but uh, a lot of copies pretty much and soon the number of copies are going to probably decrease at least by half maybe more just because of how many people are going to burn it uh, so the ones that stake it will become more valuable but right now at the moment to get into that DAO where you have to burn is is very valuable and it, if you have faith in the company behind it it's gonna you know make you a millionaire millionaire someday if they continue to improve uh, their holdings in, in such a manner. All right, what else we got here? Uh, what else we got? The goats I'm pretty hyped about. So yeah. these, I got a ton because you can forge them. It's the first NFT where you're going to be able to combine two. So kind of similar to the burn stake, uh, but through avatars. Uh, so I'm, I was a fan of like the alt jockey look with this uh, uh, pretty much look blue uh whatever color that is look they got going um and you get uh i think the first week of august you pretty much burn two and you get to choose the rates the, the traits you like the best and you get to make one go uh, so again it's something where it's kind of like a there's there is some gaming to it you got to see which traits you like first off and which traits are you know less desirable and then a little game I'm playing is I got a few that I'm just going to burn to make the traits I keep more rare as well. So there's different ways you can play it. Oh, because you, you bought all those hats. Exactly. So, so when I burn a hat, but I still keep it. So say I, I burn, uh, I guess I forge these two goats together. I make that hat more rare and I still get to keep it. Let's see. So there's some gaming into it. It's a little bit of a uh, thought. You got to think about it if you got a few. Um, but another option they have, because uh, you do have the option to keep one without forging, keep it by itself. 
if you do that, if you don't forge, he's going to get a, an airdrop, a companion. It's kind of similar to the, the apes getting a dog. Uh, they haven't announced what you get yet, but if you keep it single, if you don't forge, you're going to get a companion. So that makes that more valuable as well. But then if you forge it, you get land and sandbox. So if you forge these two goats, you burn one, you keep one, all your desirable traits, that goat now has a house. And you get to choose what type of house it is. So if you're not a sandbox loaner, owner, that's that's pretty pretty awesome option to get in. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of pretty excited about this project. Where does all this information me. come? On Twitter? They have a YouTube thing they talk about? I mean, how do you tell you <laughs> I, I put it all together from from Twitter to their website. So when I first get into a project, I check out their website. If I like it, I go into Discord. I uh, fully probably engulf myself in the Discord. I see all the details behind it. From there, if I want to mint, I make sure the people behind it are you know, at least somewhat known or at least have the credentials to, to pull it off. And if I like them, like, so for example, the guy from Goats, the guy in charge of it, his name's Des. He he's actually one of the guys on the mint con the mint condition podcast. So I've been listening to him forever before he even came out with the project. Um, so I knew he was going to do a good job with it, and that's why I'm heavily invested with with this one specifically. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough otherwise to tell, kind of. I mean, how much hours a day are you putting into this? Uh, it depends. So I I still have my pool business. I still you know during the week I still commit quite a few hours a day to that, but it's, it's to the point where it's summer and I have everything under control, uh, to where I, I, you know, some days I'm working maybe an hour or two on the pool business and then I jump into NFTs pretty hard. <laughs> so it depends honestly what's going on in the day, but there's some days, man, where I'm on it all afternoon after lunch. If there's a That's big drop, drop going on, you know, there's lots of information to consume. There's always something going on. And if you miss Twitter, if you miss, uh, the NFT spaces for like 48 hours, you've missed so much. You've missed like probably five projects dropping, uh, some big controversy with some, you know, big name that probably said something somebody mm -hmm. didn't like and one project fell under. There's so much that's going down because everyone is still kind of figuring it out themselves. Everyone's still new. You know, all the influencers, all the people that uh, have clout on Twitter and other places, they're, they're new to the influencing game. Before, you know, they weren't really, you know, popular on Twitter, popular on YouTube, wherever they, they are, they're getting their traction. It's new for them too. So that's why I'm, I'm saying it's still so early for things are changing daily. Things are, you know, bound yeah. to change again in the future. Wild, wild west, but lots of opportunity in that. So now at 12 o'clock or what time is it? One there. You're gonna um, mint this thing. Like, how long does this take? So, kind of, I think it would be kind of cool to see this. Yeah. So let me. Yeah, plug the Twitter. Let me get it on so here. You got his ape in the profile. This is like a big thing to do, right? On Twitter, your profile is your NFT. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I'm set up on Twitter. I didn't literally didn't even have a Twitter. I don't. I'm not even Twitter friends with a lot of my real life friends, to be honest, because I literally have Twitter just for NFTs. <laughs> so it's. It's fun. I literally only really follow NFT people, so my feed is consuming and in that type of news. So if I'm if I'm on Twitter, it's to research NFTs, it's to figure out 
know what I want to jump in. But this is Ghost Page. He actually follows me, which is pretty fucking cool, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but let's see. Where is drop? Less than an hour. Only offers with the correct amount will be accepted to avoid bots. Correct bid price ghosts. So it's going to be on his Twitter page. Sometimes I don't have Discord on this computer, but sometimes it's in Discord. Like all discords will have different sections, your general talk, your drops. Um, but that's where a lot of projects are originally dropped. Is are, you, are, are you going to be able to do this on here or do you need the other computer to be better for you? Yeah, the other computer is way faster. Um, but I can... Let's see. I'm if gonna it's going to hurt you, I don't want you. I think you should do another one. That's not a big deal. Well, I can probably get it set up and show. Let me see. It's honestly luck of the draw sometimes. So his collections, let's see here. It's going to be under the collabs. So this one right here, he did for an auction yesterday. This is a ghost and cool cat, but just the one, one of one sold for 54 ETH. <laughs> so 100 and... What forty something thousand dollars, probably total. No, no, one hundred and eight, right? Or yeah, yeah, it's not that much anymore. Um, yeah, a ton of money, and he actually he donated it all to charity. Uh, so this was a collab with Cool Cats, and they both decided to donate to charity, which was pretty dang cool because that's a lot of money. Oh, so pretty much, you gotta you gotta wait for the new collection to pop up here. You gotta click on it. You got to make make the right offer, and that's it. But you got to be, since the new one's only going to have 100 pieces, he's going to accept the first 100, and that's it. Uh, so, oh, so it doesn't even matter the money. You just you put – or You have to get the – so he's releasing the exact number on Twitter. So first off, I got to be sitting here refreshing Twitter at 1 p.m. so I can see it. And then – He's going to uh, – and so once I get the right amount to bid, I have to jump on the collab. I say this is the correct one. I just go down to make offer, put in the right width, make offer. That's it. Um, I mean, I would love to see it firsthand, but if you want to do it on your other computer, it's not a big deal. You know, I can probably do both at once just so uh, I have the fast one ready to go here. Hundred and eight thousand dollars for that piece of artwork, That's ladies nuts, and gentlemen. Man. I mean, there's got to be a lot of money laundering going on. Something, you know what I mean? It has to. Oh be yeah, happening. there's a few sales every once in a while that are like a little sketchy, you know. But you you never know. Someone with a lot of money may just like like that one. <laughs> there's there's such money out there, and that's what's crazy is like. You know, you're, you're rich part of town. There's a lot of money in your rich part of town. We're talking about the rich parts of the world. There's an entire world that has access to these NFTs. So there's lots of money flowing around there. Yeah, and people love spending their money on what no one else has. So I, I, exactly. I can definitely see. But, I mean, this does seem like a great way to launder money. Create some goofy little NFT thing that takes you five minutes, sell it to the dude that owes you $50 million for drugs, and boom, you got a clean transaction. Oh, exactly. So I'm going to do it on my computer, and then I'm going to do it on this to show you how how late I would be. Yeah, no worries. Make sure you get a – you're better you – know, I want to make sure you get it. That would be dope. 
and then you once you, you pretty much got to go as fast as you can and then you got to scroll keep scrolling to see if, <laughs> see if you made it so let me ask you this then um from the money investment you put in to your collection and what it's worth I mean, what is that right now so it depends if you if you count top shot because uh, I did put a ton of money in Top Shot before I moved over, and I I got Top Shot at kind of the bottom. So Top Shot boomed in January, February. I got in Top Shot early March, kind of right at the end. Um, I I still think there's a ton of opportunity there. I still love Top Shot. I'm I has, have not sold one thing in Top Shot actually. Um, so you got burnt. You got burnt on it though. But yeah, my mm -hmm. loss and I lost about ten thousand in Top Shot. Okay. But well, overall. We're talking probably between 40 and 50. I mean, I have the exact number in a spreadsheet, but round close to 50. And if I were to take everything out right now, it's uh, including top shot. Uh, it's about like 70 I, I could take out. And so, what have you put in so far, you think? About 50 overall. 15 or 50? 50. Okay. So, yeah, the top shot kind of hits you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Top Shot crushed me, for sure. But I mean, that's that's slowly gonna rise, in my opinion. I don't know if it's gonna reach the the peak of February, where things were really kind of where NFTs are right now. So you know, that's why some of these are definitely gonna drop completely off the face of the earth. But how'd you I, get over getting uh, burnt in uh, 2017? Did you send money to the yeah the wrong address and lost the shit? Yeah, yeah. I just got. I, that's why I took a break for shit. How many years? Four years or however long. I, I didn't go back, but I did have some ETH left, um, so that did get me started. So, in, including that fifty thousand dollars I've put in, I made a good amount of money off Dogecoin, and I still had some ETH left. So, between Doge and ETH, I had maybe like fifteen thousand dollars to get started. So, I kind of realized that. Um, I, I got out of Doge at the right time, pretty much, and I realized I got into my accounts that I still had Ethan. It went up a decent amount, and I kind of went from there. Um, and you, the taxes. So unless you take it to USD, you've been told by a lot of people you're. you're I mean, it's not. I mean, we're not tax people and all that, but because I always worried about trading coin to coin. Maybe even selling a project or trading a project if you have to pay taxes on it. Because I've heard mixed things. Yeah, I have looked into it a little further. And I do – I keep an Excel sheet on everything just to have it. Um, but if you sell – so say you mint at 0.08, you sell for 0.2 ETH. <clears throat> Technically, you should be profited uh, on that 0.12 profit. So I, I do have – you know what I should have saved in taxes okay. uh, on a spreadsheet. So I do have that, but technically there's nothing in place that is law. That's, you know, gonna get you in trouble or anything. But if you a lot of USD, you better pay the tax banner, better figure your shit out. Cause then you'll get, oh, they, uh, they crack down hard. Didn't they? Yeah. If a lot of people like having those a hundred ETH sales, yeah, you better keep, you know, 30 ETH for taxes just in case. Or take it out and have it El Salvador. Yeah, exactly. There we go. That's a, you know, once once these, I have too big a profile to, you know, to take out all of it in USD at once. So maybe once it goes up a little bit more, I'll I'll move on down.
you can hide out with me in different parts of the world. Hey, I'm down. Mexico is fun, man. We can do it again. All right, so we got three minutes. So I mean, yeah. Overall, what I'm getting from this is it's you're out, you're making money and it's fun. It's exciting. There's adrenaline, but there's still it's not gambling. There's still stuff to it. Like you got to research, and I mean, is that what yeah. I'm getting from this? Yeah, and I mean it's it's not true gambling, but there's definitely the, obviously the the gamble in the in the moves you make. Yeah, <clears throat> um, but it's fun. It, it kind of reminds me of like collecting Pokemon's and trading cards back when you were a kid. You know, it brings out that type of side of you again, where you know you're excited about opening up a new pack, or you're excited about jumping on and in, in a drop. Just the opportunity. Like this piece I'm about to get, like it's not a good chance I'm going to get it, but it's exciting. You know, might as, well, might as well make it a shot. And you've met a lot of good friends in this whole community. Yeah, Twitter's been awesome. Honestly, that's that's where I've pretty much go for my NFT friends and news. And I'm excited to eventually meet up with you know the Board API Club in real life, the Royal Society players. I'll probably go to those meetups too. Um, so once the real life benefits start happening that that'll be even more enjoyable for sure that's interesting so is, this, is it always like this you're just ready to refresh refresh yeah you pretty much <laughs> you just gotta get ready All right, i'll let you focus i can cut this part so when it's close all right sounds good i'll keep an eye Ah, fuck. I don't have enough weth in it. It was more than I thought it'd be. Damn. Oh, he got you. How much was it? It's over 600. Now it's like 750. Damn. All right. Let me show you how it, how it would have gone here. All right. That sucks. So he released it on uh, on the collabs here first. So I went on here. And I had it ready to go. He, this is his new release. This one, pretty fucking sick too. So you see how many offers are already in there. Like yeah. there's, yeah, it's loading up like crazy. But pretty much, you have it ready to go. I have a zero point whatever on Twitter. Sometimes this is on Discord, but you're on Twitter pretty much refreshing until you see the price. So he dropped this tweet bid 0.384 with. So as soon as you see that you have this ready to go, you drop 0.384 and then make offer. But my dumbass had 0.3 with <laughs> in there <laughs> and missed so out. Go back to um, his uh, Twitter, his tweet. So he said, uh, so you have to, a uh, cool cat or one of those other pieces in yeah. your wall already. Mm -hmm. So that's like kind of like a reward for collectors as well. So like this drops only available for, for those people. And um, so these things, what are these going to go? They just, he just sold one for 54, right? So he's selling all. So both of these, there's going to be 150 available and all are 0.384. Okay. So he, he goes back and he checks the first 150 bids and he accepts, accepts them as long as they have a, a cool cat or a ghost. And the secondary market, those pieces are going for 
already how much more? Uh, I mean, they these were just released, so it's hard but to normally, tell. He just sold one for 54, right? Yeah, that was the one of one. one of and that one. was the first collab he did with Cool Cat. So oh, okay, okay. It, won't, it won't be quite 50 ETH, but it's going to be more than 0.384 ETH for sure. Yeah. It'll probably be a, a few ETH, yeah. Good. Well, I'm disappointed you didn't get one, but I mean, yeah, that's my fault. You, usually, his drops are affordable for collectors. That's the thing. He usually hook, he hooks it up for like collectors, and it'll be like 0.12 bid. Uh, so I was, that's what I was hoping for, and uh, I wasn't prepared, wasn't ready for it. But good stuff. No, I think we learned a lot here. Obviously, if people are open to this want to learn more they shoot you message what on the on the twitter and the instagram what is it yeah tfar22 uh that's my twitter that's my nft twitter hit me up on there and uh yeah i'll, I'll get you in the game get you started get them in the game cool awesome i tommy i appreciate it i gotta get my ass in this i, I gotta get you in the game damn i got a few a few ones ready to send to you once you're ready I know. I think I need to get into it. Just it looks fun. It looks exciting, and it looks like there's a future for sure. You know what I mean? All the real, real world utility and all that crap that can happen from it. I think there's gonna be neat. Yeah, it's a good time, and yeah, you get to make some money. Cool, man. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, keep rolling and, and stay for in touch. Me. Good luck with the the pool stuff and, and the real estate. And you need to start traveling again. Get you on the road. I know. I know. My puppy's holding me back. She's uh. She's keeping me in the States, but I, I need to get out there. I need to visit again. Hi, boss. I'll talk to you later. I right, see you.